today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We're we're getting again um, flashbacks of the Tim Bosma murder trial. Uh, this uh, this time, it's one time girlfriend of killer Dylan Millard may not be standing trial this week. Uh, you might remember that Christina Nudga and uh, w- was heavily involved in all of this and testified at these trials. Well, now the Hamilton Spectator is reporting uh, that her and her lawyer are in a plea negotiation with the Crown. The case against the 24-year-old was due to start tomorrow on charges of being accessory after the fact in the murder of Tim Bosma. Uh, she is reportedly expected to plead guilty to the lesser charges of obstructing justice and willfully destroying evidence. Uh, in June, 31-year-old Dellen Millard and 28-year-old Mark Smitch were found guilty of first-degree murder in the killing of Bosma. Uh, they are both appealing the verdict. Mill- uh, Millard is also facing trial in the deaths of his father and his former girlfriend, Laura Babcock. Uh, to talk, we're going to get um, Alex Pearson to, uh, of course, help us out with this through this trial if it does, in fact, get that far. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to speak with her tomorrow on this. Uh, in the meantime, let's bring in Todd White, criminal lawyer uh, in Toronto, and he is with us now. Hello, Todd. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks very much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. My pleasure. Any surprises here uh, that there's a plea uh, or a, a plea bargain going on just before this was set to begin? No, not at all. It, it often happens on the on the eve of trial, where uh, both parties assess their case, uh, assess their strengths and weaknesses, and sit down and talk about the issues and possible resolution. And given that she was a pretty uh, key witness for the prosecution in the murder trials, um, I can see why the Crown may be sympathetic to work out something for her. So, uh, what does that mean for her? What does that? What's the advantages of her doing this? Um, if she goes to trial. Um, she's charged with accessory after the fact to murder. Um, that's a straight indictable offense and has a maximum term of imprisonment of life imprisonment. Mm-hmm. So it's a very serious charge. Uh, accessory after the fact to murder is uh, one of the most serious charges in the code. If she pleads to something like obstructing justice, um, the maximum she can get is uh, two years. And given that she's already served uh, the equivalent of more than four months, which is by dead time standards, the equivalent of six months, um, she may not have to face any further jail time. Uh, Why would the Crown be interested in accepting such a plea? The Crown may have a very weak case against her. Um, The only evidence they have will be her statement to the police, which the Crown will seek to tender. It may be inadmissible, it may not be. There may be charter arguments to keep it out. And the other other evidence is, is circumstantial evidence. They don't have any true evidence that she had knowledge of any murder. So it's uh, very possible that she may be acquitted on accessory to, to murder and perhaps convicted of a lesser-included offense, like obstruct or something like that. Do you think the Crown would have a problem in proving this case? Um, I, from what I read throughout the trial, um, they, they may have difficulty because they can't rely on her testimony um, that she gave at the trial proper for her two co-accused. Um, that's inadmissible against her. And the only evidence they seem to have is as a result of search warrants. And so the actus reus, the actual act of obstruction, may be made out. But whether or not she had knowledge of the murders may be difficult for the Crown to prove. Hmm. Uh, what do you think the chances are of this case going to trial? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, there with Brian Greenspan talking to the Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems as the Crown is confirmed to the press, and I understand that they, they did, that they are having these discussions. Um, it may well be uh, 
perfect case to resolve. Uh, obviously, during her testimony during the Bosma trial, um, she was taking advantage of the Ca- uh, Canada Evidence Act. Explain how that works. Oh, well, under the Canada Evidence Act, you can assert your right against self-incrimination so that any of the evidence you give cannot be used in a trial against yourself. Um, and that's pretty standard. In fact, you don't even have to assert any rights under the Canada Evidence Act. It's now covered by the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms and the uh, right to remain silent and the, the right not to have evidence that you give used against you your own trial. So in other words, what that means is, and, and, and excuse my layman's terms here, but if, for example, she gave evidence in the Millard a smitch trial that somehow incriminated, incriminates her as well, that can't be used against her if it's used in their trial. Correct. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.